thinking, and we're doing it now. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Super Larios for the Super Show. That's a hootie Yet With one more Larios than usual. Do you guys not do a singing introduction anymore? No, no. I got a lot of comments that people didn't like it. Christopher so poo pooed it. I stopped doing it. Oh, I like Dad, that. Dad in particular was just like, can't stand it. Stop doing it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I need, I need Dad's love, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need you to start doing the podcast naked and be like, all right, Dad, for you. Are you hoping to be in a will of some sort? Or? <laughs> no, just a lot of repression from <laughs> being all young. Allie's old iPhones. A lot of missed birthdays <laughs> that I'm trying to make up for. That are broken. Uh, yeah, we got Terry here. So we'll be... Uh, Recently, back Alarios, completely. Mm-hmm. Officially today. With the full name and everything. Yeah. Been lonely without you. We've been trying to do what we can to keep the Harrisburg Larioses up and going, but... Two of you? Despite not reproducing and <laughs> not spreading our genes. Uh, Despite the It Follows monster scenario yeah. a few episodes ago? Yeah. Well, hey, that's still a backup plan. <laughs> I mean, if it happens to us, I feel right. like we're saving everybody. I Eventually, I assume we get a medal. <laughs> I mean, I, we don't want to revisit it. It's disturbing enough. That's what I keep the werewolf around for. Yeah. Uh, and we just watched uh, a trailer. Well, Terry and myself have already watched it, but this is brand new for you. Uh, the Ghostbusters 2016 trailer, the uh, much-talked-about all-female Ghostbusters, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, and two SNL chicks. Uh, oh, I forget their names right now. Oh, yeah. Kate, Kate Alec- McKinnon. Yeah, and... and I don't remember. Ah, and I know it's just been talked about a lot recently. Anyway, the black chick. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? Um, racist, first of all. <laughs> Does she, why couldn't she be a scientist? Why did she have to be the female Ernie Hudson? In the the group? streetwise like, Yeah, talk. like, I don't know shit, but I can steal cars and such. Like, <laughs> couldn't you make her a scientist and one of the others would be that? Like, Melissa McCarthy's played that character ten times. And how many different movies that made millions of dollars? Why wouldn't you just let her do that and not... And avoid, like, the pratfalls of... I mean, the first one already had a little bit of that, based on the fact that Winston's character was heavily diminished after they weren't going to get Eddie Murphy for the role. Mm -hmm. And then when, uh, obviously, uh, Ernie Hudson took it, he's like, yeah, they changed my character from being a scientist into a guy who shows up two-thirds of the way through the movie, just there for a paycheck. But honestly, he's still a decent kind of character. He's like the one normal guy in the Mm -hmm. group. Yeah. So you can kind of see things through his eyes, just there to make a paycheck. So a little bit like the everyman kind of relatable. This version, Leslie Jones, I think is her name. Yes. Uh, her character, we don't get a lot of it. There's not a whole lot about them, but what we know is she works in the Metro as like a clerk down there. And her skill shit she brings to the Ghostbusters is she knows quote unquote New York, I guess street smarts. She's not funny. No, no, not at all. Uh, I know nothing about Kate McKinnon and uh, Leslie Jones prior right. to this. The one does Hillary Clinton, I know currently on SNL. I knew nothing about because I don't watch SNL anymore. And I think Leslie Jones is the oldest cast member to get on the show. Like She's, oh, I was she's say, in like was, her mid-40s. I was going to say, like, isn't Keenan Thompson been on for like 12 years now? How did you beat him? She's still older than him. Oh, no, I just meant... Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought you meant Tenure. oldest running, yeah. Um, yeah. I watched a couple sketches with leslie jones in them horrendous really some of the most unfunny things i've seen in a while there's a sketch that she did with chris rock that is brutal like if you just want i'm sure i saw it 
if you just want to cringe your way through it, it's like her and Chris Rock are like an old married couple. Yeah, I saw it. Who argue with each other. It's brutal. It's like so bad no one in the audience is even laughing at it. It's like almost like, oh, is this like a straight drama you guys just didn't realize you were supposed to write a comedy sketch for? Yeah. And that episode had another sketch where there's like a younger black girl that's on Saturday Night Live. I forget her name. But she plays like a girl with like a webcam thing and he plays like her curmudgeonly older father that comes in he's like what you doing here on this internet thing and it's like wow you played two old disheveled black characters in the same <laughs> episode of saturday night live the only good sketch in that episode was the it was oh, the one the with black? the most black people talking about obama's approval rating that is a good sketch you ever get the chance to see that he's got dreadlocks mm, classy no just three thick long dreadlocks <laughs> like oh uh so yeah leslie jones character is being much blind in it it's rough. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm very hesitant about this movie now after seeing the trailers. I've watched it a couple more times since then. And I want to be optimistic we, about we this We immediately movie. like, hmm. I watched it and I was immediately like, that was a god-awful trailer. And I've been doing everything I can to convince myself. Like, well, it's just a trailer. You don't get much of Kristen Wiig in it. Maybe she's got all the really sharp, witty lines in it, like your Bill Murray-esque kind of character. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they're saving the good jokes for the trailer, and they're just trying to pull people in with effects and loudness. Who's supposed to be Bill Murray in it, though? I got the impression that Melissa McCarthy is supposed to be Bill Murray. I, I thought got, maybe she was Dan Aykroyd. I got the impression that Kristen Wiig's supposed to be the main character. If you consider Bill Murray to be the main character, then... I don't know if they're... She still seems pretty nerdy. That's what I can't figure out, who's the main character. But... What was Vanquist's degree? Was it... it psychology, wasn't it? Yeah. What, or it was like paranormal psychology, right? Well, I mean, That's it's... the field he went into. I think yeah. he had like the least numbers in whatever his major was. Of... It was like a joke science, essentially. Yeah. But in this one, the, all three of the white cast members seem like pretty nerdy, uptight numbers, engineer types. Yeah. Well... Of course, and, and then, then one black, and then one black, black person, person who I assume there'll be a shot of her with like her barber college degree hanging <laughs> somewhere. My worry is that if that's the funniest shit, like if those are the gems of the mm-hmm. movie, then I'm nervous and disappointed. A vagina joke, thirty seconds into it. <laughs> And then I, the only things that I pulled away that I enjoyed were the first 10 seconds where it did the piano intro. Yeah. I thought that was cool. And like, it was, so I had high hopes for the first 10 seconds. Yeah. And then the only thing that carried me through was the visuals look good. And that's I like the effects and I like the remix of the Ghost Ghostbusters on the stilts theme. looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the aesthetics. Yeah. I'm not crazy about, I like some of the new equipment. I'm not crazy about there being apparently ghost fighting gauntlets. Like, you see Melissa McCarthy punching a ghost at one oh, point. Yeah. I'm like, that could get kind of lame and weird, too. Oh, I think you have to have something new, though. You can't you, just have I mean, cracks. they do. They have, like, mini guns and things like that. They have, like, small pistols that you can use. I'm like, that's kind of cool. It's like the idea of having, like, gauntlets you punch the ghost with. I'm like, eh, that's starting to get a little weird now. I'm hoping... Starting to get a little video gamey. They get feedback from this trailer... And then they come out with the second trailer, and at the very end, it's like 10 seconds of Bill Murray. <laughs> it shows Leslie Jones reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, uh, one, I heard that they have not announced what Bill, Bill Murray's playing. He's still a like, unspecified. But I also heard that this trailer apparently wasn't focus grouped. So they didn't have, they didn't like show any parts in the movie to see what people thought were the best lines from it. Clearly. So maybe that's why they're like, we'll just throw a couple lines out there and see what people went with. 
but they're just I, I don't know who would have cut those jokes into it because so many yeah. of them are just god awful like the the line of just Leslie Jones slapping her and just yeah. being like the devil's oh, yeah. alive the power of pain, pain yeah the power of pain compels you as like Melissa McCarthy's like ow that's gonna leave a mark like oh like all these horrible cliches we can't make her super jokes. religious because that'll be racist <laughs> she still screams <laughs> out the devil's alive it's still very racist <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if she says devil she might say devil. <laughs> get out of my friends yeah like, yeah this has to be like NAACP's lowest rating for <laughs> for a trailer at least it I, could it, make up a lot the movies. moment I finished watching it I was like alright I guess I would really rather see Black Ghostbusters at this point <laughs> <laughs> like at least that would be a little two bit. out of three Terry I I'm still hopeful because I've seen other trailers like I don't remember liking the trailer for Heat the Heat with Melissa mm-hmm. McCarthy and Sandra Bullock Kilmer and oh I'm thinking Heat <laughs> like the bank robbing movie from the 90s yeah, it's like i keep getting every time i flick through hbo I'm like oh heat's on and it's like what is this nonsense like i remember thinking that little cliche but it had a, a steady stream of just good like nuanced jokes throughout it that i really enjoyed so i'm hoping it's the same with this and that's the thing is like paul uh feige not feige it's feige i think paul feige or feige i thought i heard feige whatever and either way uh He's got a good pedigree to him. Like, he's made good movies. Melissa McCarthy's very funny. Kristen Wiig's very funny. Both of the other girls must be of some level of amusement if they've yeah. been able to stay on SNL for that long. I don't doubt the cast. I just question the writing and certainly the direction because I still don't exactly know if this is a reboot or a sequel. I think it's a sequel. Now I'm thinking about it because it said like 30 it. years ago. I yeah. think they said that, but I believe I've heard that it's supposed to be a hard reboot. And it has no connection with the other Ghostbusters movie. And the only reason that's at the beginning is to... Like, it's for our nostalgia sake. Yeah, to quickly note in there. That's also, just for the audience. Yeah. You're going to really hammer that over the head? You already were doing it at Ghostbusters. Also, by the way, an incorrect sentiment at the top, too, because it says four scientists save the city. It's like three scientists and a guy save the city. Three, ga- three scientists and some goober black person. Oh, because you're doing it again. That's <laughs> oh, why. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to call attention to that. But yeah, it is like, it's a very... Who, by the way, should have won the NAACP Image Award compared to what I've seen in this trailer. Yeah, like, it would be like if he showed up. Oh, he's like, hard work and he shows that, up on time. Yeah, car <laughs> that, like, bounces and he's just like, yo, what's up, I'm gonna smoke some of this heroin while you guys get into the car. Like, Winston. <laughs> Silly goose. What's his name, Marlboro? <laughs> he was just named after a cigarette. That's <laughs> what his parents used to say around him, so he just he just picked it up. <laughs> Silly little... When does it come out? This summer. June, I think, or July. It's not... They don't have time to reshoot it. There's a lot of issues. Thoughts on the music? What, the intro? Well, I, I think we all like the piano thing at the beginning. It was kind of like that when they did Jurassic World and the yeah. The I mean, it's a, yeah, like, I don't remember any other what the other music. Well, was. The, the other parts like a the, lot of house versions of. Well, it's like a techno version of the Ghostbusters, like. Nah. Yeah, just without words. It didn't bother me. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I'm for updating. I mean, look, <laughs> as long as they still get the original one in there somewhere. Or at least a very a much don't? closer remix of it. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not gonna fight them. I mean, it should be. I've <laughs> heard like, someone... like Mikey. If I'm in that movie theater, something's gone wrong. Yeah. At this point, so are you not seeing it in theaters? I have to see another another trailer. Oh come on! Oh my God! I'm it's getting Women's shit. Day. It's, <laughs> it's National Women's Day. 
I'm getting shit on for Mikey because I'm like, I don't want to see Batman versus Superman because the trailers look shit. I'm getting shit on for you because I don't want to see Ghostbusters after the trailer looks shit. Okay, first, Why don't I even watch trailers <laughs> if not to inform my opinion on whether I want to see a movie? Because you have spent collectively hours talking about Batman and Superman on this podcast. Even when it's dedicated to the Oscars, it's <laughs> So if you don't see it, I just feel like punching you in the face. And then you Ghostbusters, think? you told me you'd see that with me. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll see it. I'm just... Come um, on, you bucket of cum. Much more scared. Do you <laughs> think the... Batman versus Superman will win an Oscar, though? Best <laughs> special effects, definitely, right? Uh, who knows? I'm could, so mad. This could be Jeremy Irons here. The look of shock on his face, like, really? This is what you give it to me for? <laughs> this is how I got it. Not Pride and Prejudice? <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I definitely have to see a second trailer, though. Because based off that, I'm, like, just terrified going into that theater. It looks shaky. There's very little to hang my hat on. It looks like the C minus right now, borderline D. <laughs> oh, God. But that's still public school passing. How depressing would it be if this movie just outright sucks? And like sets women it. back. <laughs> it I sets mean, the buddy female comedy back how many years? It shouldn't. There's, we can do two. It's just a bad example. of. I mean, I, as long as I feel like Ray from Star Wars is, is kicking it, yeah. and I feel like you can't say women can't lead movies. But just the idea of like, and oh, Ghost... Perfect. Ghostbuster, yeah, well. Pitch is packed. <laughs> Aka hurrah. Uh, if Ghostbusters comes back after what, like 30 years yeah. and then just eat shit, oh. like nobody likes it at all, it just completely bombs out. But I think it's tough because it's going up against the original too, which people love. It's not completely new concept you're you automatically compare it to something but i don't mind comparing it's it very to much not time. a new concept <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind comparing it at all it's just not funny well no i agree yeah like that's my i don't care the fact that it's three white scientists and a black person i wish she had a more uh, like a appealing role than like <laughs> yo what up ghostbusters i can help us out in this chinese restaurant <laughs> Once again, you have Melissa McCarthy there who plays those like uncouth characters all the time. Yeah. Why not just have her do it? Although I am kind of optimistically looking forward to her playing a subdued character because... She looked kind of good in it. And what I, the lines she had I thought were okay. Because I, I find... The funniest I've found Melissa McCarthy is ironically in St. Vincent, the not like really a comedy oh, yeah. movie. But like her as like a dry... Mm-hmm. like with everyday humor yeah, yeah like and she has like lines and exchanges with Bill Murray that I'm like I can almost actually kind of see her in like a Bill Murray-esque kind of role if she really wanted yeah. if she played it right right and no matter what though I'm not gonna find anyone funnier than Bill Murray mm-hmm. in the yeah. role I mean, they're, I'll be like, yeah. they're good or they're bad but there's no way they're reaching that level for me yeah mm-hmm. and they're clearly not going to go point for point right. with them they're not trying to be like okay, this is our Egon this is our because I think, from what I'm grasping, the main character looks like she's supposed to be kind of like the weird one. I thought she was the Egon. She reminded me of Leah, yeah, like the Egon. Seems like the Egon, but Egon was like the, like, a poofy hair. like the anti-social kind of weirdo, whereas in this one, I guess it's more of like the quirky kind of yeah. like hipster weirdo. I think I might like her character, actually. She seems like she could be good. She doesn't seem... I mean, she has almost no lines in Yeah, the exactly. I think There's that... like one joke of her in the wig and the hat. That's I, about it. She might be like the Jesse Eisenberg from the oh, Batman yeah. trailer. <laughs> the next this, they're like, let's cut her down a She's bit. She's like, let's get Slimer, everybody. Let's find her funniest bit, which is her licking this gun that she's about to fire <laughs> for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be uh, an interesting 
few months lean into it because the reception to it's been horrendous. Really? I've yet to hear... I think I've heard maybe one or two people like, what a good trailer. And then everyone else was like, what the fuck? This sucks. Yeah, they got to cut a better one. Yeah. Uh, they definitely need to firmly establish what it's supposed to be too because I still have people who are like, I don't... Is it a sequel or is it a reboot? I'm like, I'm pretty certain it's a reboot. But the spray paint on... I mean, I guess that could have been at any part in the movie. Maybe it's halfway in after they've already established, but I assumed it was going to be like a leftover thing from the 80s or 90s when they were still... Yeah. Which is ridiculous. They saved everyone. Yeah. Like, why would you be anti-Ghostbusters? That was already what happened in the first and second Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah, and I I thought it'd be kind of cool if they did do like a sequel. I thought it'd be more fun to kind of have like a new generation coming in. Yeah, because originally one of them was supposed to be one of their kids or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I haven't heard an idea, like a theory float around, because I guess at one point they're like, they're saying there's an increase in paranormal activity. And uh, prepare your hearts for this a little bit. I heard people saying, oh, maybe Bill Murray's the villain in this one because he's doing these acts to get the paranormal activity up so that he can meet a ghost. And people are like, who might it be? And they were like, maybe he's trying to see Egon again. Because Harold Ramis is oh, that'd dead. Be- That'd be pretty sad. That'd I can't imagine like, they'd... That'd be heartbreak. And they'd never do, they'd never do it, but it was like, oh, that would be like, that would be kind of cool in a way. Like, and he comes back as a ghost and it's like the fat uncle from Casper, <laughs> the friendly ghost. Hey, it's me, Egon. <laughs> I'm back, everybody. Hey, hey. No, I heard Bill Murray might be a ghost. I didn't hear that one. Oh, that's I, even, that's I've, pretty sad too. I've heard theories all over. Ew. It's my shoe. Shut up. <laughs> I've heard theories all over the place on what he might be. But, I mean, I'm sure, I think they've already announced he's not going to be Peter Bankman, right? I mean, if they've announced, if, they, if they're, they haven't they haven't announced what he is, and if it's not a reboot, then or if it's not a sequel, then he's going to be whatever. He could be like a taxi driver. But that would be like great that. if, like, Peter Bankman was, like, like the tragic kind of accidental villain of this, where he accidentally mm. lets yeah. all the ghosts out. I would like it. I that mean, would be shocking. Because they don't have a villain for the movie. Like him hosting whatever that TV show was he had. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, all right, we're just going to open this ancient tomb of Gefaltifor. <laughs> we're going to open up Cthulhu. This... <laughs> we're going to open up this tomb to Freedon Nat. And then he just does that awesome spin walk away from after he meets What's-Her-Name in the park. Oh, I love that. Just it's that. so good. I wonder if Sigourney Weaver's going to be in this one. And what's... Uh... Oscar. Oh, yeah, the kid. What's What was the... What's the name of I heard Oscar Bal- was supposed to be... Jan- the name of Baloney. Janice, what's her name? Isn't it Janice? Yeah, yeah, Janine. Janine. Who, who played her though? Annie, oh, Annie, Annie Potts. Annie Potts. Yeah, I wonder if she'll oh, be Oh, Rick into Moranis. It. What's he doing? He doesn't I mean, do anything. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, I thought after he... Honey I Shrunk the Kids, he said he made enough. I think he did a couple more movies after that, but he's like, I have enough money. I don't need to put myself through this shit. Anymore. Yeah, I thought he'd like announce. He's like, Yeah, I'm done. Everyone just Acting. poops on me anytime I show up anywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dan Aykroyd's like, mm, Are sure we don't want to like schedule ourselves in for three more Ghostbusters? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Skull Vodka doesn't sell as much as you think it would. So would you guys be excited or scared if you stepped outside tomorrow morning and saw this giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man outside? Oh, terrified. He's not a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't out. I feel like he's, like, still adorable to look at. Like, when he's still smiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, are you talking about the grimace he has when he's, like, about to eat them? Like, that's terrifying. I mean, even when he was smiling, he was still accidentally, at the very least, stepping on, like... Isn't that it the drown out Terry's fart? He like yeah. matches the drown out Terry's fart. It's pretty bad. Um. <laughs> I didn't fart. It was my shoe. I'm wearing sandals. Wouldn't you? 
be terrified if he saw him out there? If he was smiling, I think it would be kind of like a nice way to start your work day. Like yeah. it's something different. Not a Monday. I mean, maybe any a creature like what, any like what Titanic skyscraper s creature walking <laughs> through my towns. I guess a a change of improvement. Doesn't mean if Godzilla walks by with like a beanie on, like waving at toads people, like hey. Everybody. I mean, you know the state's gonna fucking call off for the day. Imagine the state's oh, gonna yeah. call. The state might Me call off for this hypothetical. <laughs> all <laughs> state and Comcast will definitely need all hands on deck. <laughs> What's HR going to do? <laughs> He's like, it's enough lip, Larry. Let's get over here. We know you're two minutes away. All right, so you open the door to your house, and you see the chick in the leotard that's like, name your destroyer. Goza the Traveler is here. Oh, I say I'm a god. That's the answer to that. Oh, that's right. She asked him if a god, but then she, what, she says. Are you a god? And uh, what's his face goes, no. But then yeah, after that, it's choose your destroyer. Choose your destroyer. Oh, and that's where it's stay puff. Um, and, but remember, it's going to be your first thought in your head. So I oh. feel like we'd all get stay puff marshmallow man because that's just who you'd think of immediately. I think chicken now, like a giant rooster. Ooh, what? Ooh, that's terrifying. A like giant just bird. You? Oh, that's well. Nice. If it's a giant one, then it's just going to be like it's just going to eat you like this giant gulp too. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I and they guess, don't have teeth either. I'm guessing almost if you make anything, like if you picture anything, it's going to be giant, right? Yeah. Like it's not like unless I I pick like I don't know like. Well, they said or something like I tried that. to think of the most innocent thing. So yeah. if you go back to your childhood, what was the most innocent thing you can think of? Lanky. <laughs> That's so freaking lame. Uh, like gross, dirty, green, holy. Blanket. I have it somewhere still. Ew. I don't probably Father Mahoney. So oh, <laughs> this gigantic oh, monstrous terrifying. Father Mahoney running down the street. <laughs> How great would it be if like it happens to you and me, Christopher, and all of a sudden like a giant naked Joe Manganelli walks out with a giant huge cock and we're just like, that wasn't me. That was definitely you. <laughs> I'm so afraid of my monkey. <laughs> oh, it's so big. It's so hot. He's like 30% dick. What is this? <laughs> Just where my mind went to. <laughs> it was it, it was just a collective thing too, wasn't it? That like he no. just asked one person, and Ray was the one who thought of something. Yeah, yeah. it was all it was open to all of them, yeah. but Ray yeah. was the first one to actually think of something. Like, whoops! And he has that look like he just shit his pants as he does it too. I just tried to think of the most innocent thing I could think of. What about the Fisher Price phone that had like the eyes and it Ooh, would roll? That'd be terrifying. Ooh, or like any myriad of the characters and the uh, Brave Little Toaster. There's some pretty scary things in that. I just remember the toaster. It was like the vacuum cleaner. Wasn't that the villain? Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> yeah. Like giant yeah. evil versions of them. <laughs> Eating us like bugs. Like oh, yeah. jam? Sorry. <laughs> Slimy, that's satisfying. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, like a giant gay... I don't know why I put gay. A giant <laughs> evil <laughs> Nathan Lane coming in. I was like, don't be so redundant. <laughs> Don't <hate> you. <laughs> I'm like, it's any plays like the most flamboyant gay character in anything he's in anymore yeah in fact that's entirely his role in modern family nowadays he's just their the gay over friend. the top gay dude yeah when they can't get longinus of course you can't get who longinus who's that it was the black guy their gay black oh okay guy. yeah briefly on sirens well by appeared i mean he starred in it but i don't think it ran for <laughs> i don't know <laughs> It might. I don't. I don't watch wrestling. Anymore. I remember seeing those commercials like four years ago, and I think two seasons are on Netflix now. So that's probably not a great sign. Probably not now. But not every 
USA show could be a huge success, goddammit. Some of them need to fail. Benched yeah. wasn't, which is upsetting, because that was really good. Benched. No one knows it. It I've was never, on one season. Never heard of it. Yeah. Was it a sports one? No, it was a, a lawyer. woman attorney. It was hilarious. There was a sports one. I can't remember what the name... Oh, Unnecessary Roughness. Or Necessary Roughness, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. Where it's like... They made it sound like it was always going to be her and the football player from the trailers, but I think it was like every week was a different sports player of some kind. She was just like a defensive attorney. Or no, like a psychologist form or something. Yeah. But I think she was a psychologist who fought crime. I don't know. They all <laughs> they all blend together after a while. I'm not going to pretend like it was amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to tell... I'm not going to act like I watched an episode. <laughs> Four seasons. I have caught up all the way through uh, Fuller House, though. Is it that good? Eh, I mean, are you as interested in the last episode you watched as the first one? I, I really... Still hasn't finished Breaking Bad. It's Still nostalgia, hasn't finished I think, it. in a way. It's also the fact that I find Jodie Sweetin to just be absurdly attractive. That... She's pretty cute in this. Cuter than Candace Cameron? Both Candace Cameron's cute, cute, but she the expectations for Jodie Sweetin to grow up cute were so low to me. Like, I haven't seen her in 20 years, but I just assumed she was some gargoyle somewhere. So now I mean, she had a lot of rough years. Dancing with the stars. <laughs> and Chris is like, oh, I've been keeping tabs. <laughs> well, no, I only know because Miley Cyrus, as a super cunt move, posted a picture of her like in her saddest days on oh, her really? Instagram. Like, current mood! And it was like a picture of Jodie Sweetin when she was... Like, clearly, like, in her, like, booziest, druggiest times. And it's just like, she's a mother now, you dumb, you little whore. Why are you doing this? Don't you have, like, a pact, a click between you as former child actresses? I'm going to unfollow... No, who am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Not unfollowing Miley. <laughs> Can't lose out on that gravy train. But you have no nostalgia for... Well, I guess it really belongs to all of us millennials, Full House. <laughs> you... Is that how you insert that into? <laughs> he's referring to yourself as a. I almost said he was a different generation, but he's not. We're all millennials. <laughs> I like to think you're like, well, we're millennials, not you. You're like some weird hodgepodge of Gen Y or whatever. I'm like, I'm, I an older generation than you two. No, I don't believe you guys. You're the Pepsi generation. <laughs> I don't believe you guys count as millennials. I don't believe I. I think I might barely count as a millennial, and even that, I don't consider myself amongst that. I thought I said it was like anything past uh, 1980. Now, granted, I'm on the the upper tiers. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll 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 look that up. Um, but I would definitely. I mean, like by the time do you really consider by the time yourself- you were old enough to watch TV, Full House was already like way past A. I think. Yeah, but I kn- I remember seeing the show. It aired reruns all the time. Like I know I watch the show, and honestly, I don't have that much nostalgia for it. But it's some I don't know. There's something like easy about it. Like it's not. I can watch it while I'm doing something else, and like hear something that's like teehee. It's not like watching LA Confidential and. Yeah, or just that, watching anything where I'm like, I like I tried watching a couple episodes of Deadwood while doing other things, and I'd like miss paying attention for five minutes, and I'd be like, I have no idea what's happening anymore. Yeah, yeah well, it's good to have shows that you dedicate yourself to, and you're not constantly multitasking through. Yeah, eventually. Maybe you wouldn't watch so much iZombie and nonsense like that, and finish <laughs> Breaking Bad, for God's sake. Uh, Why would you watch four and a half seasons of at, a show? At this point, I'm just not going to. I'm just, I like more. Did you stop watching uh, Zombie Walking Dead, too? I catch episodes, I just don't follow week to week. Like, I catch up on it much slower. Walking Dead's a show you can kind of face out 
during and just make sure when you hear screaming to look over. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what's the last five minutes? Oh, Rick's banging Michonne. All right. Another black guy. Well, Wait, wait be... a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he'll be dead in ten minutes. Uh, Fat, loud, white guy. He won't last long. Let's see here. Millennials, also known as the Millennial Generation or Generation Y, are the demographic cohort following Generation X. There are no precise states for when the generation starts and ends. Good. Most researchers and commenters use birth years raising, ranging from the 19, early 1980s to the early 2000s. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. I really don't think... All right, hold on. Let's... <laughs> what you, wasn't going to give it to what us. What do you consider yourself? I'll be honest, I don't consider myself a millennial. Because, all right. What... I use the gauge of, if you remember Windows 95, you're not a millennial. If you were to th- say the things that most come to mind when you hear of someone being called a millennial, what would you say? Like hashtagging and shit. Big into social media. Yeah, big into social media. Having a cell phone when they were like 10 or 11. Yeah. Right. Not knowing a life without cell phones. You only know what Wi-Fi is. You never use dial-up. Yeah, like, no, no dial-up. Like Which you could clearly say doesn't apply to you at all. Look, I don't argue with the internet. It says, in very vague terms, I could possibly consider myself a millennial. So if that were, if they asked you to divide yourself into groups, you would go into the group with, yes. with oh, clearly like a 21-year-old. Like, as I haven't dyed my hair in like so two you months. Can, you consider yourself in the same age range as Allie? Like, if, if, if you were to group yourselves with my, <laughs> my age range, you'd be like, Allie, where yeah. are you going? We're going to start going to the same parties. Despite the fact that you could have had her. <laughs> I think we'll go to the same parties. I'm pretty sure that's in our future. Hey, where do the kids go? You gonna go to that Cranberries concert this weekend? <laughs> Who? Come on. Hey, Allie, I got you this sweet Sinead O'Connor t-shirt. <laughs> Nothing compares to... It's so controversial when she tore up a picture of the Pope. Who's the Pope? <laughs> you remember, like Pope John Paul II? Why did people watch it? Well, back then, we only had the three channels, really. I mean, TNT was mostly basketball at night. <laughs> so, wait, do you consider yourself a millennial? Not really. Like, I I consider myself in some weird range between, like, not too young to be Generation X, too old to be millennial. And, like, I assumed there was, like, that Gen Y that bridged the gap between the two for, like, kids born in, like, the 90s like that. Well, I think the problem is the term like can cross us. into the X and Y generation. Cross like us. Me and Chris are the same generation. <laughs> like, you were born two presidents away from me. And there were double terms in there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we can all agree millennials are the worst. No, I don't care about that. Actually, no, we were both born during Reagan. I at the very beginning, you at the very end. I don't even remember Reagan as president. I know he was president. I don't know if any collective memory. I sort of remember it. him as president. Mm, Reaganomics. Well. Oh, so you know you didn't respond. This is off topic, but kind of not. So you didn't respond to Dad's text about how you only learned to use the bathroom after I did. It sounds about right. That was like a twenty-minute discussion Dad and I had on the phone. He's like, he only went because he was. Like, you eventually learned how to potty. I'm sure it was shame. I was like, well, I I can't be the older one wearing a diaper. Alright, so... Obviously, I didn't want... I was like, well, I'm not contributing towards this text chain. (laughs) (laughs) No good can come of this. Uh, George Masnick of the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies puts this generation, Generation X, in the time frame of 1965 to 1984. 
in part because it's a neat 20-year period. He also calls it the baby bust, mocking pundits on Madison Avenue and in the media that call it Generation X. Haha, <laughs> tough luck. Uh, Generation Y addresses this group too, playing anywhere from the mid-1970s when the oldest born to the mid-2000s when the youngest were. But mostly Gen Y is Mid-2000s? Yeah. Wow. But mostly Gen Y is made up uh, is a made-up generation when it became obvious that young kids don't really fit with the cool Generation X aesthetic, but not enough of them have been born to make a new generation designation. So basically saying Generation Y is a made-up So we're all millennials. I is what no, I we're not all millennials. It's open to interpretation. <laughs> what are this guy's credentials? So you... Just some schnub that's... uh, The Harvard Joint Center of Housing Studies? Sounds fake to me. (laughs) Sounds fake and racist. He's crazy, right? This is clearly clearly Mikey going through like a midlife crisis refusing to admit he's the old man here, right? Like you stepping in line with someone who's born in like 1995 boggles my mind. We're one of the same. That like you'd put your your arm around Alex knowing full well (laughs) you... You don't have a Twitter account. You really probably don't even know how to hashtag it. No idea what Snapchat is. No Instagram. I don't think you have any. You haven't joined anything except Facebook, which you joined back when you were in college. Yeah. Is is this because I have an AOL email address? Is this why? (laughs) That's coming back, I heard. Thank God. (laughs) I guess the millennials are finally (laughs) back. The younger wave of millennials are finally figuring out how cool an AOL email address. Ooh, maybe instant messaging will come back. Oh, That'd be sweet. Like the hipster version? Even if it was only for like a month. Yeah, well, and, they have that now through Link. Like at work, you use it. It's yeah, because, it's can, nowhere near as fun, though. Can, no, because you don't put drunken away messages up and come <laughs> yeah. back to fun things. Can you get it so like every time you send a message, it plays a little bit of a song like in the old days? No, but You people, can put a picture. That's about it. They use emoticons. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, and, I need that term report, and then, like, a face with X's in the eyes. And you're like, that's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Sad enough. I, <laughs> it's crazy to me. This is how I don't consider myself a, a millennial. There are people who can carry on entire conversations solely with emoticons at this point. Mm. And that's something I can't even comprehend. I'm like, I I judge a man if he uses an emoticon, to be frankly honest. Oh, I judge like, a man if he lols, LOLs. Yeah. I, if I see, like, a friend of mine who's like, going to the mall today or that's kind of a queefy message he's just like breaking bad was great and he'll put like i don't know like the the two fucking little like the less than greater than like a big mouth thing like that's no no bueno no (laughs) you you're definitely gonna lose some man points in my perception of you but that's only guys i mean Yeah, I don't judge it as much when girls do. The curb's way more, yeah, against guys. But even a girl, if it's like 50% of If it's all the time, then too, then I'm still like, yeah. Ooh. You better be super hot, or this is... Or like mentally still a child. Maybe yeah. like it's a... Debil- even hotter. Like a jack disease. <laughs> yeah, but giant cans, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, if you read just at the top, please. What I sent someone yesterday? I need coffee and a monkey. Actually, I need a monkey to get me coffee. So every time you wrote coffee or monkey, you just put above it. Yes. That's not, it's annoying. It's not God awful. Are you messaging a female friend of yours, I hope? No. Oh. But I was trying to say helper monkey because we had a previous conversation about helper monkeys, but there's no. He's not black, is he? No. Okay. (laughs) You can't read? Is that what you're thinking? No, he's not like, hey, can you be my helper monkey? He's like a so you draw pictures like a cape band. So you went more racist. Terry coffee need <laughs> tummy yum yum. 
me mouth. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely... That's not the worst spectrum of it, because you still have other words around it, but I I never... It's it's like a... When it's in serious. Yeah, I guess well, once also, you get good at it, it's another form of shorthand. Yeah, but it's also but. like that thing where... I, I mean, I still write... I still punctuate when I like text people. I'll still yeah. put like yeah. commas and periods. So like, it's also like that butchering that people do when they're just like... Oh, I'll come to number two or something like that, where you're just mm-hmm. like, hmm, that's like a weird shorthand. I like I do it sometimes on Twitter just to get in that character count. But we don't speak. I mean, when you think of like how Shakespeare wrote, you know, we we totally dumb that down too. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, and it's weird because it doesn't. I People need to, can't even understand plays now. No one talks like Fraser anymore. <laughs> Another no, no one gets millennial reference. <laughs> no, no one gets a good shot today. <laughs> nice sherry. Uh, no, and it's it's weird because I, I I try to like I tend to judge those people when I see them, and I know not to because it doesn't it doesn't determine whether or not a person's actually like an Articulate. elegant speaker. And I say that because I just discovered something today uh, that I hadn't realized before. You guys both heard that Peyton Manning retired, correct? Yes. Uh, had a very nice farewell speech. It was uh, is is very sweet. Dad apparently cried all the way through it. He's a big tough man. I didn't think Dad was that big of a Peyton Manning yeah. fan. I mean, he like, no, he likes the family a lot. But uh, I heard that because all the players are now coming out saying, you know, thanks Peyton, thanks for all the memories, things like that. And Cam Newton posted on his Instagram a picture of the two of them. Cam Newton being the quarterback he just lost uh, against in the su- or lost to Peyton in the Super Bowl, and his writing is baffling. Like if you just take a look at this, he's one of those people who uses letters or numbers rather in place of letters and words. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like high H one G H, and like zeros in place oh. of preparation. And he's like, when I came into the league, I gagged you and you. I used my gag of you to, like, so on and so forth. You're like, did you just not know how to spell gauged and you just didn't bother to go back and change it? Is this him, though, or is this someone it's on him. his publicity that's, team? That's him directly. If it was someone on his publicity team, I guarantee they wouldn't talk like it's like a 12-year-old girl. Did you hear um, about Aaron Andrews winning the lawsuit? 55 million. 55 million, yeah. Which is it? That's for the Brett Favre thing? or No, no. that's for... Um, Some there dude in a hotel. In- videotaped her oh that's right that's right that's right which is weird because the crux of it where they were supposed to prove it's hurt her career and it definitely hasn't because i think it was four years ago since then she's been on dancing with us like if anything she's been more successful in the last few years i think it's emotional damage like just if you can't feel safe in a hotel room but i think if you're asking for that much money for her to be like i'm a celebrity i deserve more than the average person because my feelings got hurt more would be crazy. But if she says, this hurt me financially as a celebrity, then you can justify asking for that much more. It could have. I mean, we might not know the other way. Now, half of it, I believe, is supposed to come from the guy that videotaped her. So, and I'm sure that she'll never see a dime of that because he's going to jail. But, yeah, this is ridiculous. I definitely wish they would... Like, I think the world would be a better place with none (laughs) of those people that, like, write like that. (laughs) It's, It's absurd. You're just, like, you're... I've heard you speak before. You went to college. You're not... I mean, you went to Auburn, so... (laughs) (laughs) It's like... It's like he came out of a big school. By all means. He didn't go there for its awesome uh, chicken husbandry program, whatever (laughs) bullshit they major in. 
But I, it's just like, oh, my God. I came into this league gagging and still gagging my talents to this day off the of the things you, you with the lot of it, have done and accomplished. Does it not, does Twitter not have spell check? I don't. It's it's. Well, does he think Peyton Manning's going to be able to read that? Does he think Peyton Manning's going to be able to read that? I assume We just assume someone will I assume somebody close to Peyton was like, oh, hey, Cam Newton tweeted at the Instagram the thing about you. Oh, was it well-written and elegant? Er. Like, I'm standing behind him calling myself a millennial. He's like, oh, okay, read this, millennial. (laughs) It's just you and, like... He called you the N-word, Peyton. (laughs) Just you in giant parachute pants. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fade box haircut. A kid in play t-shirt, like... uh, uh, uh. But you're still trying to make... Oh, the backwards shirt. You're trying to... Crisscross. Trying to get a little more relevant, so you have, like, the Nirvana torn flannel vest on on top of it. Like, woo! Let me see that phone, Mac Daddy. Like, the Backstreet Boys reunion tour means something to me. I feel like I can't be a millennial. (laughs) I think the biggest biggest telling remark would be if Allie considers any of us millennials. Because I would consider her a millennial. She was born in, what, like, 95? 98? So she doesn't even know a life, essentially, outside of the the 21st century. I think the line should be people that remember 9-11 and people that don't. I think should be, like, the end of a generation. Yeah, but it's hard, because they've branded millennial. And that just conveniently of... puts you in <laughs> <Yeah>. the millennial. <laughs> Where does the last one end? You're like, all right, now if you were there when the Berlin Wall came down, yeah. then like if you were... <laughs> you're an old shithead. <laughs> if not, you're young and hot, like Mikey. <laughs> As I'm like, wait, I sort of remember the Berlin Wall coming then, down. Then Mom's just included a millennial, too. Like, where does it end? Hey, come on, kids. Let's go do something. Like, talk about 9-11 and where we were. Well, I was in college at the time. Alex is like, well... A super sophomore. Alex is like, well, I wasn't even around yet. And I was an was infant. three. Yeah, Allie was like, well, probably shitting my pants or whatever two-year-olds did back then. Enough hot stories. <laughs> Um, I've started watching, uh, the season, The Amazing Race again. I've noticed. Yeah. I've been getting into it. Uh, there's, there's this person I like on the show this season. They're doing, like, particularly people involved in social media. And the fact that I could probably run through what a lot of them do, and you'd be like, that can't possibly be a thing, no continues way. to prove the, uh, the fact that you're not a real. You're like, people can do vines and make a career off of it? Flostradamus. What is that? <laughs> But I've been watching it this uh, the season. I've been like, oh, you know, this is actually this is pretty sweet. Like I remember like getting into the Amazing Race again because I I did watch it for at least three or four seasons I think with mom, and I was like, oh yeah, this is actually a pretty decent reality show. Like it's no mole, but America's Next Top Model. They don't do mole anymore. God, I would kill. That was a good one too. That was an amazing. I feel like they don't do it partially because it's not dumb enough for people to get into immediately. But also, I felt like it was also a show when they had enough smart people on it that it was kind of, it was a show that ran out of substance very quickly because, like, once you get down to, like, five people, I feel like they all knew who the mole was Mm. or something like that. Like, I feel like you couldn't possibly keep it up for too, too long, but it was such a uh, a smart show. So, moreover, would either of you ever do If Approached, The Bachelor, or Combined Brothers Bachelor? Ooh, Oh, that's... combined brothers bachelors a no brainer. <laughs> that's so weird. How is she kosher with that? How is what age range is she playing at that there's a seven year gap between us and she's she just, just in the like... millennials. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what she thinks. Uh, 
I'd definitely be down for they it. They staff I guess. anything from like anyone from like twenty to thirty five. Yeah, I what mean, statistics. She's like, there's a fifteen year age range gap. I'll play into. Does one of us both? Do we both end up with somebody at the end, or do we have to fight over the last remaining? No, girl? you can both end up with someone. Wait, it's oh, so this is Bachelor. Bachelor, yeah. Oh, so it's two different. It's you two with twenty five oh, so girls. Pe- oh, I thought it was both of us competing for the oh. same. Girl. No, who wants to watch that episode where we get blown out in the, in the auditions? Well, we live together with our mom. Um. Yeah. No. Sure. I guess we live together. It's sort of like a dude version of Patty and Selma. We sometimes sit in our basement and smoke cigars, talking about television. Anyways, we're both millennials and we love to date you. (laughs) Yeah, no, that'd be great. I'd be... Not that version. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. The one where me and Christopher are like, we each have our own house, but we're neighbors, so I can like look over and see like, oh, there's Christopher in the hot tub. And I'm just like, where's my sandwich? I dropped it in here. I know it's around. I mean, you do... The girls are going to be here any minute. (laughs) I told them... The Giles! Is that a... Giant turkey sandwich in the hot tub. Don't look! Don't look! Don't look! Oh, it's so. You get out of here! It's so big! It's. Is that only a half order? And that's what you keep hearing from the other side. You just keep hearing, it's so big! It's so only half! You're just like, oh, Christopher, you stallion. So much meat! <laughs> you young hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you assume. I don't. I don't know how many long-lasting, happy relationships None. have come out of all those shows. So you figure whatever is going to happen, it's probably not going to last longer than, like, whatever, six months after the show's over. But you have to propose. Especially when she has to come back and live here. When they both have to come back and live here. <laughs> now, the question We'll is, set up the basement. <laughs> is, uh... Has any of those... Oh, de- t- like, oh, Jeanette, it was so nice meeting you. Like, oh, you... Don't worry, you girls are going to get to spend plenty of time together. You're not going anywhere. Come on back to the cultural hotspot that is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Me and Christopher are going to bunk bed in my room and you two ladies get the his old room. Hey, we're both married. Why are we, why are we dividing our house into a male and female side? But then you realize it's winter and you're like, yeah, it's, I prefer that deal. <laughs> Enjoy your death trap, ladies. <laughs> Somehow the two of us bunk bed together in my room. Like, out of this, the coldest room in the house is bad planning. Again. Like we'll have to keep this warm with farts. Have you watched the uh, the Bachelor? No, that's mind numbing. Uh, I was gonna say I was like, do they at this point do the women or men whoever are in it? Do they try to end it with the idea of love, or are they just like this is a person I could tolerate banging for a couple months before we inevitably break up? I was under the impression that they usually end with an uh, an engagement. And then the thing is, do they ever follow up on it? And yeah. some do, most don't. And I think the only successful one that have ever come out is when it's a bachelorette. And she actually, Trista something, had a kid with the guy. Too, oh, they're yeah. still together. But that's oh, it. Like, okay. out of 20 seasons. I'm sure it's a lot of people just want to become famous. Oh, yeah. But I don't feel like you guys would be against that. Like I saw the one guy at a, a boxing fight. I guess he was must have been The Bachelor, like, four years ago. And I'd never seen any of the shows, but it was me, a guy that like walked past us, and I was like, "That's a handsome dude." <laughs> and you're like, "Woo!" And I was Woo! there, and I was there with Red and Karen, and Karen's like, "Oh, that's the Bachelor." I was like, "That makes sense." Well, and there's always an episode where they go to meet 
the guy's family. Which is that, and we're just like you don't need that one <laughs> right here. <laughs> done and done. Uh, you want an episode where everyone has to these poor women have to meet our stroke mom? Oh, if you're not and happy, she begs them. She begs these strange women to take her to the doctor. But if every, you're not happy with dinner, you're really going to be disappointed with dessert. And every season, they fall more in love with the guy because they meet his family. And I feel like this would be the exception to that rule. Well, here's the thing: how long do they have to spend with mom and our? It's usually interaction a day of time. Oh, they'll, they'll love us. Because no. I, when I tell people I'm like, I take care of my mom after she, her stroke, people are like, wow, you're incredible. You're a saint. But what about when she starts calling you potato? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, then when you spend like a day with me, Still you're like, like wow, you have no patience for her. I'll be like, oh my <laughs> God, I'm never going to hear my name again. <laughs> well, she can usually put on a good show. A day might be tough, but every girl I've ever introduced her, they're like, your mom seems fine to me afterwards. And even the one, <laughs> I remember like, oh, I don't even, who's this one? I was like, you girl. <laughs> That's right. You brought someone back for a return, and she's just like, "It was." was I've forgotten. There's so many. Yeah, like there's just a train of whores (laughs) coming through the house. (laughs) You're better than usual. Oh, you're a girl. That's nice. (laughs) You're kind of big. He's into girls this week. I didn't think you'd go with such a big nose. (laughs) You want to breathe that out? I thought. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you're just hideous. My name's Kitty. Bye. <laughs> she like twirls her way back into her bedroom like, as I'm like on my knee proposing. <laughs> you like slap. Guess what? We need this one today. <laughs> well, we'll leave the story out for the grandkids. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I do have a good mom. Uh, real quick, mom thing. The other day, I was uh, I was going on some date. I ended up going nowhere, but I put cologne on beforehand, and um. Mom said I smelled, but I knew it was complimentary because she walked in like singing like, la 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 la, you smell, la 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 la, because it was sandwiched between singing. I was like, okay, so that means she likes it. So was it sad because the date didn't happen then and you just had mom singing to you? No, we went on, I, I still went on the date, but it, it oh, okay. was just, no, it was fun. I, could, I took it as a mom compliment, a mompliment, I guess, because... <laughs> The closest you'll get <laughs> to a mom compliment. Yeah, because usually it's like every time she sees dishes, oh, pew, pew! No! <laughs> like, t- like she's brawled Julia at his M. Bison. Great reference. I'm just like, I don't have time for this, mom. I can't do this. <laughs> I have work. Like I, I forget, there are like, gonna be dishes in the sink. I don't know what you expect. <laughs> like I left the toothbrush not in the cup, but it's like, Kai! why? <laughs> I don't. I don't like. No means no. It's a part of me that's just like, is this what having a family is going to be like? Where you're just like, there's a, the the caretaker of the house, whatever person that might be, constantly goes into the kitchen like. Mom! Like, yes, people eat food and have dishes that need to be cleaned afterwards. Yeah. How are you still shocked by this five year or three years into this house? Enjoy your free dinner. Yeah. Don't you live in a dishwasher? No, there's a no. dishwasher in this house. Uh, I don't that, really mind it. <laughs> no, like honestly, I'll wash dishes myself. It's just the fact that she's it's all she does is sit here and she has like four tasks she can still do in her condition. It's like I don't want to take those from her and literally the only thing she does in the morning is wake up and watch television maybe let scotia out he already doesn't let her wash his panties yeah <laughs> i can't let her try can't trust her with those oh, the hand wash only <laughs> it was pretty gross terry i walked by his room they were all laid out on a towel 
like a landing what? strip. I, I hand wash uh, my undies and then you lay them out to dry. <laughs> I didn't think it sounded as gay when I had it in my mind. <laughs> Anyways. That's the gayest thing you've ever Like, said. if I see a clothesline hanging up in the yard. Hipster? It's gay hipster almost. That's crazy. You wash your undies by hand, your me undies by hand, and then lay them I, out on a I towel? I should say, yeah. Where else are you going to have? Lay them out to dry. Can't you just air dry them? Isn't that air drying? I mean, it says it says but, I mean, I it says lay them flat to dry. Well, I thought the dryer had an air dry setting. I see the delegates. Yeah. Yeah. I see you doing like it says lay flat. <laughs> I'm following the directions that they give me. <laughs> They're even more delicate. That, del- <laughs> that the MeUndies company gives me. I They're think even... that's what makes it so weird that you're following the directions. The three what more. else am I supposed to do? Mikey wouldn't do that. No, not in a million. Well, that's that's what us millennials do. We <laughs> follow the directions. An old man, grandpa over here. Give me that computer. I need to get to MeUndies. <laughs> yes, I want DuckTales underwear. And not an ironic level, either. That's because I love it. And I watched it when it was on television. Like all millennials. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Tig Notaro? Yeah. The breast cancer comedian? The one that survived breast cancer? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was things he just makes jokes about breast cancer. No, she survived breast And then I think she did a half hour, like, topless. Yeah, something like that. Not flattering. Well, no. But did, did you ever see her, um, like, 12-minute thing on Taylor Dane? I don't think so. I'm not even sure I know who that is. Taylor if, Dane. If you Google... Is it a millennial reference? I probably know him then. It's actually not. Okay. So you look better this I probably way. don't know him. <laughs> But it is really funny, actually. Like, mm. it's the first I've heard of her. I'll have to check her out. Yeah, she definitely did, like, a whole, after she survived breast cancer, a whole thing, like, topless. And I don't know if she got a double mastectomy or just a single one. I couldn't. I mean, bravo, but I, I don't want to watch a second of that. So, the reason I brought up Amazing Race, <laughs> I jumped back, like, 20 minutes Whoops. ago. I was thinking, I was like, Huh, after this season's done, I think they're planning to go back to, like, regular applicants. Wouldn't it be funny if me and Mikey applied for it? Do you think... And I didn't expect Terry to be here for this conversation, but now that you're here, this presents a unique opportunity for an outsider perspective. How do you feel me and Mikey would fare together as a team in The Amazing Race? Um, I think you'd start off strong, because you'd be joking along with one another. But your personalities are different enough that I think after you get to a bad obstacle, you it would just. Oh, you think we turn on each other? (laughs) I think Mikey would get. Mikey has a a quicker temper. Okay. Um, (laughs) I just see. I don't see it going to the long run. Although I see you being very jovial. How many episodes? (laughs) Uh, well, we... it's, you get eliminated if you're the last person to arrive. Okay. So, we could be in 13 episodes, well, there's 13 teams in this season. Well, not according no, to Terry, we can't, we're not winning. 11 teams this season, so like potentially it could be 11 legs, it could be one leg, depending on how we do. Now, usually the first... Oh, it's not team... like Dancing with the Stars, where they give you, like, one episode for free? Like, well, nobody... sometimes, they, they do, I think it's 13 episode season, 11 teams, so usually there's two legs of the race where... They don't tell you which leg it is, but mm. if you're the last team to arrive, they're like, all right, non-elimination leg, next leg, you just have to do some, like, one option the other teams don't have to do, and you get another chance, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, so Im- we- immediately in my mind, an obstacle that would just fuck you both would be, like, going somewhere in a Spanish-speaking country, and the task is you have to ask to buy, like, 35 chickens, and half of them have to be brown, and half of them have to be white. 
and you depend on Mikey, who's told you that he's pretty fluent in Spanish by now. I don't think I've said fluent. <laughs> Fluent's definitely never fallen out of my mouth. I mean, I feel like if you forced me to, I bear, I haven't studied Spanish in a while, and I feel like I could order those chickens. I mean, that's, Tenemos traente uh, cinco pollo... I don't know what brown is in Spanish. Though. But there's always a twist. You I just to... poop my hand and like, like this. <laughs> el, el caca? Like, el caca? Start liking it like this, huh? You know? Comprende? We win. not how the tests in it work generally. Right, but in my mind, that's what I came to. Like, like um, alright, so like in the last episode I saw, they were in Sweden. And like one of the tasks they went up against, it's a detour. You had to pick one or the other and then both of you do it. Uh, one side was you had to sit alongside, I guess it's like the longest bench in the world, and you had to like hold a newspaper and then like basically one of you would get next to each other, sit down. You had to measure and count how many people could sit on the bench, mentally keeping track of how many like people across it would be, Yeah, and then give your number in. And the other one was you had to construct a, uh, a Swiss Army knife using instructions of like the swiss army like manufacturing yeah. studio so it's like two things like that which one would you do kind of thing and then i think what was the the road oh the roadblock was at the united nations you had to uh pull out the flags for the founding nations of the the uh, un and they had like a chart you could then follow like down the flags to to pinpoint the ones you needed to if you had if you didn't know them offhand okay i would definitely take the lot the flag one well, the flag one is one you had to do no matter what. That's okay. that's called a roadblock, and only, uh, one, and only one person of your team does it. And whoever you pick, the other person can't help. They have to just stand there and watch. I'm pretty good with flags. I think I'd be all right on that by myself. So, and I'm not especially helpful in the other two. <laughs> the other ones, you like. Well, I don't one's know. engineering. A, one's engineering, so you need a little bit of a mechanical mind for it. They give you instructions though, so it's not. So impossible. I don't think that's your strength. It's definitely not basic math class, Mikey's strengths. <laughs> So, it's not like you have to. It's like you have to cut it out of steel. It's like a kit you have to put together. Well, right. Well, that, I meant the first one. Even. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that the first one you just—it's counting, counting, right? And I think yeah. you two would see that as more of a comedic opportunity. As well, because well, that's the thing is that there are other people already seen on the bench. So you're like, I have to sit on your chess game real quick. Yeah. So you, I, can count. <laughs> I feel like you'd enjoy doing that. I'll let it. <laughs> So, but we're in agreement. Nobody wants to do the the Swiss Army knife thing. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have wanted to do that much. Uh, I'm like, how precise and detailed could this be? <laughs> it's not what they're known for, are they? It's like, well, all right, let me test uh, the one you came up with. This flick, it just explodes. It's like, <laughs> you go back. Start there wasn't again. anything explosive in that. There's nothing. There's no gunpowder anywhere near here. Do you have a fear of heights? No? I'm not great with heights. So, if there was a challenge too, where you had to pick just one, but one centered around snakes no seriously one centered around very oh we're uh, in like thing. we're in the amazon and it's like all right for this challenge like because they from what i understand the detour they give you a very brief description of it mm -hmm. so you don't actually know all the details that right. the audience gets so like one's like snakes uh make sure you aren't afraid of your slithery friends or then like bridges a tall giant bridge precariously hanging over the gap or something like that you're just like oh god no and you don't know who's gonna get what it's a coin flip Would it well be if it's detour then both of us are doing it so no matter what it's basically like saying which one of us are gonna get hosed on our greatest fear <laughs> oh at that point i'd be like christian we've had a good run right <laughs> like, let's just let's 
pack it in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Like even a garden snake? <laughs> I can do garden snakes. Garden snakes are fine. I, I, I have a feeling that's not what I'm going to run into <laughs> in the Amazon. I feel like I'd probably make the, the noble call and be like, Let's, I'll take the, we'll do the heights. And I'll just suck it up and close my eyes and scream and run. Like, <laughs> ah! Ah! I mean, I'm not great at heights, but uh, <laughs> I'm definitely much braver. Much braver than any scenario where I have to deal with snakes. It's... Even even literally like a gardener snake. They're like, a gardener snake is going to be a friendly guide for this travel through the Amazon. You're like, oh, fuck this. No, that's fine. But once again, where's the challenge in that? And <laughs> it's the Amazon. I'm sure they're not sitting on a bunch of like foot-long snakes for us to do. <laughs> oh, they really play to your terrifying situations and your options, Mikey, are... You have to go along a path where there is a known boa constrictor that's going to slither out at some point. Ooh. Or you have to date a fat chick in public for two months. <laughs> two well, months. Well, that's going to just destroy our race. <laughs> he has to be with this fat chick Does for the, two every months. Does every other team have to wait to see if I finish this? And then I, like, blow it on, like, day 29, and they're like, what the fuck? It's a cutaway scene. <laughs> <laughs> wait so it's two months day 59 like christopher's like in like running yeah, position just, waiting. i'm like looking at the mat i'm just like he's just pensively and i'm like i can't do this anymore <laughs> she's so fat i'm like she's she's 140 pounds we ordered, not that bad we ordered five cheese steak cheese sticks she ate three of them what a pig i was going to see i'm gonna drop you back off at your home the ocean <laughs> What would you say then are our strengths? You you've commented a lot on our deficiencies. Yeah, I guess I eyes going in every direction of the basement, like hmm. <laughs> certainly not interior decorating. No, I think um, you guys would be very good with communication and social, like you know, just getting around and being able to you know talk to who you need to, and like despite different personalities and whatnot. And I think the biggest one is just you two would be able to make it fun and tolerate each other except when it comes to the sneak and height thing see i think i keep I, hearing wacky 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 is all i think honestly I and i don't like, think that's what usually wins i've never seen amazing race but i usually, can't imagine that's usually who usually wins intelligence assertiveness yeah. is a big thing you have you can't go into the race and be a big uh, a big queef when it comes to like you need to get to this ticket counter to get these tickets now yeah oh, you, I ha think you have to be assertive with that yeah well i think this is a compliment but you to are very prone to help other people out too and that's actually an advantage early on in the race because yeah. people do help each out early on i thought you're about to be like oh no he's really assertive and i was about to be like did you remember the chili story Sweet. i would never call mikey assertive. <laughs> the chili story i thought it was coming too <laughs> mikey's an assertive millennial <laughs> yo like thank you am <laughs> larius that's what they call me and not because i get up early to watch golden girls in the morning which I was which old I, enough to see live and it was still on television. Which I remember the finale. Well, I think you're well-rounded. Like, you're, you know, world events, so you would do well culturally to place yourself. And Christopher thinks about the next step. So, kind of... I think we're also it. both relatively athletic, which is an advantage. Like, I know it yeah. seemed like it's not, like, strictly a foot race, but being an athletic element does play it's like it's a lot of jogging at least it's, like a decent pace it can literally come down to a foot race between who gets eliminated though especially if it's like who gets a taxi first who can mm -hmm. who can just run over this to this area quickly there's some tasks that are purely physical too mm -hmm. like uh the one season had a, you had to grab a like put a watermelon in a slingshot 
and then pull it back and fire it and let it hit a suit of armor. And I only bring this up because that's the funniest thing ever. One chick was doing it and she fell back. The slingshot went and like whipped around and just shot the watermelon oh, wow. straight into her fucking face. That's Does that great. Did break her nose or anything? Jeez. She probably had a concussion, but it's the funniest thing. I huh? Let me let me try to find it because it's oh, it's hysterical. It just nails it right in the right in the puss. So who, if there's a challenge where one of you has to carry the other one? I don't think they have one specifically like that. No. I think the question becomes if we get the idea, a task is. <clears throat> physically assertive who takes it well, yeah do you are is it both of us just trying to push our masculinity up being like i'll take care of this one it would depend on what it is uh all right so like in if it's an endurance thing i'll say it's me i i would probably go with me if there was there was one this season where it was a i forget the name of it but it's like a game where you essentially have to like take a clay pot and toss it underhand almost like a beanbag toss but it lands on something else and creates an explosion oh i didn't see that yeah but essentially Uh, like that coordination i'm I'm not gonna go with me on the strong one not that you're like (laughs) dan marino over here let me me nail this one right in the right my balls again (laughs) i'm behind you (laughs) all right i'm pulling up this watermelon video if you haven't seen it it's it's great. It's loading up here. Long and hard. Do what you gotta do to make it go right into that guy. Give up on me now, please. Just focus. I'm not giving up. I'm just getting frustrated. Okay. <laughs> so see, that's what they had to do is slingshot and hit that suit of armor. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that is great. Oh my god. You gotta tell people what this is. Watermelon launch. Watermelon launch. Amazing it's... race. <laughs> that is great. It's great. It's it's not even like ouch. It's like a watermelon probably <laughs> no, going like that ouch. 30, 30 miles an hour like right into her face. That like, would knock you out. I've never I haven't cried I in public she... since I was a child, but I don't think I'd be able to stop right there. <laughs> That'd be so, like, right in the face. <laughs> like, ah! Like, ouch! Why? If you knew that would be the outcome, would you take a bullet for Christopher? Or the watermelon to the face? Oh, if that's just the challenge, we're gonna pull the slingshot with the if, watermelon. If you could somehow forecast, Mikey, into the future. Christopher doesn't know. He's doing the watermelon. Oh, like, like Mike, Mike has... <laughs> He's training all week. <laughs> Mikey has, like, Mikey a, some has, like, like soothsayer for... Like an alcoholic fever dream where he's just like whoever is doing that challenge is gonna take a watermelon in the face so funny so funny it's so hilarious <laughs> except it's me <laughs> but somehow within your dream like quaith shows up from <laughs> game of thrones and she's like but it's i the larios who spins the watermelon takes the shot to the face so it might not be me yeah <laughs> that's what we're saying if you know it goes either way you're done done and done yep. oh you trade it for me you let me take <laughs> the the face. i mean you're okay after it yeah i mean i'll try and like throw you some tips like here don't stand like a gooba when you do this but <laughs> don't lean back with all of your body weight <laughs> yeah don't go shoulder and back like at a 90 degree angle with your feet uh 
I uh, I feel like we both do pretty well. I'm thinking maybe the next time I hear our auditions are coming up, I'm thinking of submitting me and Mikey for it. That would be an interesting one. <clears throat> would you guys be upset if you were labeled as the funny brothers? Like if someone else... Oh, that's the offending thing. Because they do generally put like a theme to it. Like usually right. it's like the father and daughter, the engaged couple, right. the black family, literally like... at one point. Uh, but if this was one... Because like there was clowns one season. And, like, maybe our thing going into it is, like, yeah, we're, like, stand-up, com- you know, amateur stand-up comedians. But, like, we go in there and they're, like, we're the brothers. Like, wait, what? Like, that's how they label us. Like, the brother, the big noses. I'm just, like, wait a minute. <laughs> the hook nose. <laughs> I get lumped in with this. <laughs> this ain't small, but it's petite compared to this. This to, manatee. Compared to Gonzo over here. <laughs> this is horseshit. Like, I'm just, like, slamming things. I feel like this is a rough start to our, our first event, Christopher. <laughs> no, I just wanted to be on the record. His nose is way more it's hideous and disfigured. Obs- <laughs> Look at this freak. He was clearly... Somewhere up in the attic, there's a picture of a nose getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Another literary... <laughs> Another Dorian Gray reference. <laughs> Alright, anything else uh, we wanted to bring up? Before we hit the old dusty trail. Terry, you got one? I was going to look up that Game of Thrones one real quick. Well, go ahead, Terry. Uh, no, I don't think I have anything. Nothing? Nothing going on? Are you going to see any of the Oscar movies? After listening to us talk about the Oscars, are there any movies you now feel sad about not seeing? I might see um, the Steve Jobs one. It's real good. It's pretty it good. excellent. Um, but it did take joy off the table for me. I... I looked up the reviews. People were pretty much in agreement that, like, the mixed to bad. Yeah, so I'll probably avoid that shitstorm, but. And that was one, especially after seeing Room, I was like, yeah, these women movies are pretty good so far. Brooklyn was pretty nice, and it's like, oh, man, Joy's just a giant hunk of cold shit. That's the thing. You ever, if you start dating again and you get some guy, you just want to, like, I want to kind of throw this guy on a shitty date and just see how he reacts. Go see Brooklyn, because you'll enjoy it. He might. That's the judge of character, then. If he comes out of it being like, wasn't bad, then you're like, all right, let's see where this goes. <laughs> so if yeah. he says he likes it? I... Yeah, if, if, if he's like, well, if that was brutal, then you're like, he'll never like anything. Because it's, it's like the entourage of <laughs> like romance movies that I've seen. Oh, okay. In terms of at least being enjoyable <laughs> to a male audience. And if he likes Danish Girl, he's probably a giant freak. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably probably quivering a lot every time he puts silk sheets on. Like, Ooh. I do love the Danish girl. All right, we'll watch the trailer. It's All right, quick. so I'm gonna we'll pause right here so you don't have to hear the whole trailer. All right, we're back. We just watched the Red Band Game of Thrones season six trailer. So this is the real trailer as opposed to that teaser they called a trailer. Actual footage. Yeah, the <laughs> one that's the just season. a bunch of faces that they're just like, it's a trailer. Like, no, it's not. You know, it's not. Yeah, this doesn't count. Which is weird because it's coming out in almost a month. Yeah. And this is the, like our first legitimate trailer with scenes. Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess it what comes out like mid- mid-April or something like that. Oh, do either of you want a calendar? I just got a Game of Thrones calendar. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, I wish you hadn't said anything. Like, anybody want a calendar? Because like, I'll take it. Here you go. <laughs> True Blood season 12. Whatever. Free calendar. I need something to track my weight on. That's the easiest way. <laughs> It could have a bunch of dicks on it, just as long as it's not too offensive. 
Not as long as it's like dicks also uttering racist remarks while it's going on. I'm just like, this is too much for my wall. <laughs> At work. Yeah, I can't possibly have this right here. Aren't you in HR? Technically. <laughs> uh, it, it seems good. I, I like it. I'm excited for it. There's parts of it that I'm already like, hmm, these are some weird divergences from the book. Jamie, what looks like Jamie talking to Cersei. In King's Landing, yeah, definitely. That definitely is like bizarre beyond words for me. Because in the book, he very clearly is like, go off, go fuck yourself, Cersei. is yeah. like, hurls her letter into the trash. So I'm, I'm very curious to see where things going on. Although George R. R. Martin did say there's supposedly a huge twist coming up in the books. That involves that's not going to be. That, that involves a character that's already dead in the TV show. So I'll be very curious to find out what that's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I've heard some people suggest it's Man's Rider because he's still alive. Oh, books. yeah, that's true. Some people are saying maybe Stannis. Or Barristan. Definitely. Oh, that's hard to imagine. Huge twist around Barristan. Yeah, he's so, a pretty straightforward I mean, I guess he could be like, I survived the bubonic plague. No one saw this one coming. Uh, um, alone for the scene at the end with Davos. <laughs> it is pretty sweet. As a Davos fan, it's pretty sweet. Uh, and at first I didn't see the rest of it, and I was like, that's pretty, that's tits, LaRue, that Davos is closing it out. Oh, Jon Snow's right there, too. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go on too long about this because Terry clearly is already like losing interest. She's like, I'm just gonna start playing dots. <laughs> you want to talk about Ghostbusters again? Then all you hear is the door shut behind you. Like, <laughs> bye, <weird>. Terry. <laughs> uh, it does look pretty cool though. Um, anything else we want to bring up while we're here though? What number is this? This, this is forty-seven. We're coming. We're fast approaching episode fifty. Something sh- special? We should think of something. I don't know what do we do with special at this point. We've already done like three eat offs in a death packed contest that involved eating. Maybe you should just do like um some best of montages. Oh, like a clip show? Oh, not like not even clip. do a whole new episode. <laughs> no, 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 not a whole like clip show, but maybe just like some throwbacks to. We could do that one true three. Did we do a one true three? I mentioned one true three for those of you who don't know is a game that they play on Tell Them Steve Dave, which is a podcast that we're both huge fans of, which is a game where you tell three stories and only one of them is true, and the other person or the other people have to guess which one is the true story. <laughs> yeah, I can all uh, they did an entire episode of it on Tell Them Steve Dave recently. I could probably come up with that. at least two. I could have at least yeah, at least one or two. So possibly, uh, maybe that, maybe that could be our 50th episode. Stealing from another podcast. Yeah, stealing from, <laughs> in true form. <laughs> we'll figure something out. We got at least, like, two weeks before that will even happen. I'm trying to see if there's any other huge... Any more ideas we can steal? <laughs> any more, yeah, any more podcast things we can... Maybe, maybe we pretend our entire uh, world takes place in some weird paranormal world where we do a fake news radio podcast about it. <laughs> Christopher's a Jets fan. Yeah. Where's your studio audience? <clears throat> Can you get a crown? No. I do need to get... Uh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I do need to get... Uh, a crowd of millennials? Probably. You don't know them. I need to get Adam on. Because I've, I've talked to him a couple times now. And every time I talk to him, I find out more stories from my past I've completely forgotten. Uh, in particular, while I was down there, he reminded me about the nun we used to have who would come by our table at lunch and be like, hey boys, how's it going? And then she'd fart and then walk away. <laughs> like, in her attempt to, I guess, act like it was casual, be like, what's up, kids? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> then she'd walk away. And I'm what's like, up, Schmistifer? Oh, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Sister Marilyn? No, Sister Diane. I don't think she was there when you were there. 
She was there. Like something sister Marilyn would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when she wasn't eating peanut butter but, yeah, out of her hands. Butter. Ugh. I think that was a farce, though. She still did it. Did she? She still did it when I was there. Yeah. Okay. She still did it when I was there. She had a big jar of peanut butter in the bottom bottom drawer. I just found it so funny. I was like, why did she even come over with? Why would she announce her presence, fart, and then leave? Like, why wouldn't she just act like she's making her rounds? Be nonchalant. And yeah. Try, yeah, try to act like it was like, oh, who could that have been? Mm-hmm. Probably time, you. Yeah, probably. Every time I go by. Hey, what's up? All right, bye. <laughs> why would you call attention to it to begin with? So maybe that's someone we can get. Or, ooh, what if we, Sean, try to get Sean down here. For 50? That's three 50. weeks away. Should be enough time to him. Yeah. That feels that feels like a big event. And we can get Terry in, maybe get John Boy and Tommy, make it's, it like a make it like a podcast spectacular. Spectacular. I say we do it. I'd be down for it. Are you gonna cater it? You gotta be careful yeah, with Sean. Sure. Yeah, we'll order a couple pieces. <laughs> well the tunes are well, yeah. God, okay. if the tune's well, coming, we'll order on. ten. Alright, so we'll order pizzas for everybody, but we're gonna tell Tommy and John ahead of time that we're not ordering pizza. <laughs> Alright, so now we'll that tell them to show up half hour later. <laughs> <laughs> so that there's pizza for people. Yeah. For humans. <laughs> for the animals that come. Alright. So I think that's gonna do it, everybody. Good episode, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for coming, Terry. Anytime. Wait, no, I want Terry to end it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Have you played the Super Mario Brothers game before? (laughs) Wait, you end it with something specific now? No, but like, it was, what was it? (laughs) It's just like when your computer signs off or something. Like, do-do-do. I thought that was like almost a reading rainbow thing, like at the end of the segment, like, but dun dun. Well, why are you telling me to do it if you're going to mock it now? I'm not. I'm just, Mikey found it hilarious. <laughs> it was funny. I wasn't going to say anything. Not that rude. You're definitely the rudest person on this amazing race team. How dare you? <laughs> you giant nosed old shit. You're like, no, I'm a millennial. I'm going to go down to the beach with the other young kids and talk jive with them. Talk about Nine Inch Nails. And- <laughs> You're like, hey there, hey there, fellow children. Oh, so we end on this thing. Everyone remember Puck from Real World Season 3? What a dick, right? If the task was someone had to go down and actually pretend that they were part of a 20-something-year-old crowd. Christopher, I got this. <laughs> As I slowly turned my baseball cap backwards. See, so you would risk the grand prize Pulling my pants save down. save your reputation as a young. I feel like Christopher would physically stop me. Like, I'm 20. I feel seven. like... I'm in my 20s. I'm in my... Yeah. I'm in my fucking... My 20s still. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you... This all reminds me... <laughs> Put on my Walkman... <laughs> T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. It reminds me, if you know what I'm talking about, it's, I think it was a Saturday Night Live skit with Steve Buscemi in it, where it's, it's him walking oh, up yeah. and he's like, how do you do, fellow kids? It's like him with a skateboard. It's exactly what I feel like you're doing right now, where you're just like, what's up, fellow millennials? <laughs> hey, what's up, hip kiddos? Or the 21, the revamp. Who wants a Charleston Chew? <laughs> They're just like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, it's all, it's the bee's knees, kid. Take a bite. <laughs> take a bite and take it on the arches. <laughs> <laughs> Palooka. <laughs> <laughs>